the bowing or the bulging wall of prophecy. Because there's so many things going on, and we'll cover that in just a bit. Now, I need to mention that our, our program of distributing the Bible is working very well. We still have lots and lots and lots of Bibles, so continue it. There's nothing better that we can give than this Bible to those who are in other churches of God and other people who are really interested in the truth because we're living in times where they need to know the Word of God and they need to be able to trust it and they need to be able to understand it. And this is the best Bible for them to understand it because it is the only English Bible that has all the books of of the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, in their original manuscript order. And that brings together God's plan, helps us understand what he is doing. So we have lots of Bibles. We've been sending them out by the box full. And I mentioned in this letter again about the Bible, and please continue with it until... We come to a point that we can say enough is enough. But we're living in difficult times indeed, which we'll cover in a little bit. Now also, this book, Restoring the Original Bible by Dr. Ernest L. Martin. Okay? Now, very good book, as you can see as you read it. So if you don't have it, order it. We'll send it to you, no cost. We got another 56 more of these. So whoever needs one, be sure and write, and this will help you understand how we got the New Testament. Now, I might just take a few few minutes to mention that during the time leading up to doing the Bible, as I mentioned before, that I began translating about 1991-92 after 20 years of studying the Greek, and we started out with the seven general epistles. And we did a study translation with wide margin on the pages so that the brethren would be able to make notes on it and so forth. I had no idea of doing a New Testament. I had already done the harmony of the Gospels. And the whole story on that, you go back, and if you don't remember it, go back and look up my resignation sermon on the Day of Atonement, 1979, and the rest of the story, one and two. And that'll tell you how we came to the point of doing the New Testament. And I had no idea of publishing a Bible. But when Michael Heiss came along, who was born in a Jewish household, spoke the, the Jewish uh, Yiddish language, and also understood the Hebrew of the Old Testament. He is a graduate in the same year that I graduated at Ambassador College, and he also went to Judaica University in Los Angeles and the Hebrew Union College as well. So when he came on board, then we could begin looking forward to doing the whole Bible. And as you will see, he did an excellent job with it, and we're very happy to have it. And now it becomes a great tool, which God wants to help other people. See, because the truth is this. Little pamphlets may be a starter, but you can't have conversion in depth with booklets. You must study the Word of God. And in our digital age of skimmers, always getting a summary of something, you also need to change your habit. You need to read in depth the things that are in the Bible and come to understand, as we will see in a message that I'm going to bring.
Now then, let's look at the things facing America and also facing the world, which will also mean we will be facing them as well. So we need to always be alert to keep in, how should we say, up to date on everything that's happening in the world. Okay, here's quite an article. All right. Has the final meltdown of the U.S. consumer begun? What's happening with the consumer? What's happening with the dollar? What's happening with the banking system? What's happening with the world trade system? We need to know all of these things so we realize what we need to do. Now, you've heard me say how many times? Get out of debt. Because debt is going to destroy this nation. By the way, we have, what, approaching $34 trillion in U.S. Treasury bonds? Think of that. $34 trillion. We can't even grasp that number. Okay? Now back to the individual. According to the New York Fed, the total household debt in the United States increased by $212 billion during the fourth quarter of 2023. It now sits at a grand total of $17.5 trillion. All right? Add that to the 34. What do you have? $52 trillion of debt. Now, that is nothing to say about the debt of derivatives on the on the stock market and things like that in world trade. So then he says here, let's start by taking a look at credit card debt. During the fourth quarter, it hit a brand new all-time record high of $1.13 trillion. Have you seen what kind of interest that these banks are able to make? 18, 19, 20, 21 percent. Now, the only way to use a credit card is you pay it off every month. Where you don't have to pay interest. But it's going to really come upon everyone and it's going to going to collapse and most of the people don't know how to take care of their own debts. More people are going into bankruptcy. Let's talk about this. Have you bought a Bible lately? Now think about this. This comes from a special report. Okay. If you bought a Bible lately, you're under Federal Bureau of Investigation surveillance list. So, that's why we're giving them out free. <laughs> you won't be on that list. All right? Here's the latest on the FBI efforts to weaponize the justice system and put conservatives under constant government surveillance. Okay? Remember, there's an awful lot you can find out about anybody if you just put their name in on a Google search, you can find a lot about them. Think about how much the government knows about every one of us. Hmm? All right. The FBI and the United States Financial Crimes Enforcement Center recently sent letters to U.S. banks. They asked the banks to identify and provide a list to the government of customers using uh, certain websites and similar payment channels who mention MAGA, Trump, and also those who ask for details on customer bookstore purchases of religious articles, including Bibles. Now you stop and think about it. How does the world come to the point that they're going to search out all the Christians and they're going to persecute them 
and as Revelation 20 shows, be beheaded. Right here. Now I'm going to bring out some other facts about the immigration, which will tie into this. But remember this. The greatest majority of those who work for the FBI are Catholic. The greatest majority of those who work for the Internal Revenue Service are Catholic. The greatest majority of those who work for the CIA are Catholic. Now, I want you to keep that on mind because this will tie into the immigration thing here in a little bit. Finally, they ask for details on customer shopping for Gabella's Dick Sporting Goods or Brass Pro Shops, presumably on the view that those who are places where they buy guns and ammo. Okay. How long have they been after trying getting rid of guns? Huh? So they could take them and use against us. Right? See, if you don't truly understand, we are living in a time of so much sin and so much takeover and so much duplicity that it is incredible. All right? Next one. Let's talk about illegal immigration. Let's come back to the Catholic thing that I mentioned. The Catholics have over 4,000 in America. 4,000. What are called NGO. You know what an NGO is? Non-governmental organization. Now then, they qualify to help the poor, to help those who are in need, and they get government handouts and government subsidies. Now, this whole immigration invasion had been planned from the day that Biden stepped into the White House. All the NGOs were primed with money to help bring the immigrants into every city in America that they could, which they've been doing for the last three and a half years. Okay? And you look at all of that. But what is the real cause of all the strangers rising up in our midst? Like I said last week, God raises up the enemy to punish his people when they reject him. And that's exactly what we have done. The entire Christian establishment in America and in the UK have turned their backs on God and are committing abominations and sins and God is going to use the stranger to rise above us and bring us low because we didn't serve God with joyfulness and thanksgiving for all that he has done for us. And yet we say, we trust in God. Oh, yes, we do. No, you don't. The only ones that really trust in God are those who are truly converted. Others may profess. Others may have ideas. Others may be religious. But they don't know God. Okay? All right. Just released. Yale University study just released cited Illegal immigrant total inside the United States is estimated at 22 million, mostly of male military age. Now, have you ever seen the clip of Obama starting out, we need to transform America, 
I remember seeing him in December 2007, just before it was time for the inauguration, and he said, we are going to transform America, and he had the most evil, conniving look on his face that I ever saw on anyone. And I've had Randy and Ron try and find where that video clip is of him. But I have another one. That this transformation starts with one person. He's referring to himself. And then others come around, and that is all of those who follow him. And then there are millions. And he said one other time, I couldn't get the clip, but he envied anyone who had a million-man army. Well, Obama's got his million-man army because he's the one running the things behind the scenes at the White House. He's got it. And all of them are not here seeking peace and justice. They are here as the punishment of God against this nation that has more Bibles than any other nation in the world. And we're turning out to be the most ungodly of them all. Okay? The Democrat Party strives to grant them citizenship with full visiting rights. The United Nations has been identified as providing 372 million. Now, where did they get all of that money for the United Nations? From the United States. Listen, brethren. The enemies of America are using American money to destroy us. See? Now, you can go out and try and chase down all of this that you want to, but unless we're going to see there's a true return to God, His way. Now, there's some attempts by some people who are well-intentioned, They say that we need God, we need a family, we need all of these things. But are they going to be able to turn back the tide? And if they return to Sunday keeping, what are they doing? They're only coming back to their halfway Christian position in the first place. Okay. In addition, the Soros Foundation has long been accused of funding this invasion of thousands per week. The program is existentially funded and organized, thus seems clearly like an invasion. It is. 22 million. That's 8% of the population in America. Witness the potential creation of an army or supplement to U.S. military. Since the great majority of the immigrants are induced to vote Democrat, the invasion also seems to be for installing a new permanent Democrat majority in the voting population. That's what they want. Remember this. No one at any time can get away from God. Whether you actively seek him and find him, or whether you actively oppose him and reject him. You can't get away from God. Give you an example to try. Stop breathing. You can't do it. And if it does, you're histoire. Because everything that there is for human life on this earth, God has given. And Paul told them that all the great philosophers and those who are those who have the great philosophical underpinnings of Western civilization in Athens at Mars Hill, Okay, at the Parthenon. 
he said that he proclaimed to them the unknown God. That's exactly true today. Those who profess to know Jesus today don't know God. This is why we have the Bible. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Now, I may not make us very popular with a lot of people, but that's just the way that it has turned out to be. It isn't anything that I sat down and said, oh, we're going to do this. No, God provided the things necessary in the circumstances to do it. See, okay, let's go on. I have a lot to do, and I'll probably be three sermons on this by the time I'm done. And that money is for that the immigrants are told that their benefits, food, housing, health, continue only if they vote Democrat. Most of these people are poorly educated with an increasing number of Chinese origin. There was a whole underground report of two reporters that came all the way from Venezuela into Ecuador, up through Panama, in through El Salvador and Guatemala and southern Mexico on up to the border, and all the way along. The U.N. advisors were there, passing out maps how to cross over the border. This has been planned by the Catholics for a long time. So any of you out there who are Catholic, who think that you know what is right, And if you do not understand that the Pope and the hierarchy and all of the officials and and even the very members of the Roman Catholic Church are all purely pagan. So if you want to come to find God, get our Bible, the original Bible. Okay. Let it be told that the masses of jobless immigrants have created pockets of innumerable cities of drug markets, assault zones. Look at the crime going up. Look at the lawlessness going up. And look at the two-faced Democrat judges when the criminals are brought before them who instead of exacting law the way it should be, what do they do? They turn them loose. Remember the policemen that they beat up in New York City and kicked and got rid of? They were hauled before the judge and they were let out and they left with their middle finger of both hands sticking in the air, showing their absolute contempt and hatred for America. Now, why would God bring that about? Because of the hatred and the contempt of all of Christianity in America that hate the laws of God, that hate the Sabbath of God, that hate the holy days of God. And they think that they can keep their Sunday and be righteous, and they can keep all the holidays of Satan and still be accepted of God. They are wrong. And the wall of sin is bulging and ready to break. Now let's continue on with the bulging wall of sin ready to break. Let's pick it up where we left off last time with the non-governmental organizations. And most of them are Catholic charities. Now, I asked Ron Carey to do a search on this, and here's what he found. According to the Catholic nonprofit organizations, there are 4,222 Catholic organizations, NGOs, in the United States. The big ones, working with the government on moving and resettling Immigrants is Catholic Charities getting hundreds of millions 
of taxpayer dollars. Most of the local centers for immigration services are branches of Catholic charities. And he writes this sentence. This thing is huge. Now they found in that secret undercover travel that they did coming with the immigrants to see how they got into America from South America and up through Central America. They were giving them maps. They were giving them money and especially the Chinese immigrants. They had special hotels in these various countries where the Chinese would come in and stay and get money so they could come up and cross into the United States. Now, we'll talk about China in just a little bit. So the thing is this. All of what I'm talking about now are the result of sin. And everybody's looking how to solve the effects without looking at the cause. And the cause is sin against God. Now, we'll name some of those, and it's still gigantic and out of proportion. So don't think Donald Trump's going to come along and solve the problems. He may temporarily mitigate them to a certain extent, may temporarily make financial things a little better to a certain extent. But this is bigger than any man. Because this is from God. And if we in the churches of God do not pay attention to what God has said, and if we do not dedicate ourselves to serving God and keeping his way, and preaching the gospel, then we likewise will fall victim. And I draw your attention to what God already did with Worldwide Church of God. He scraped the earth and removed it and scattered it because of sin. From the top all the way through. All right. Continuing with this report, this thing is huge. There are, however, other Catholic organizations that are also doing it. I suspect they are coordinating with the larger outfit. Absolutely. Okay. Remember what we studied last week. If we do not repent, God raises up the enemy to do the correction. Now, remember the big balloon that came all the way along through the Aleutian Islands and, and down from Alaska and through British Columbia and down to Montana and whoop! All of a sudden, someone looked up and here's this giant balloon up in the air. The one from China? Loaded with equipment to get as much information as it could. Wonder why Biden didn't shoot it down at the right when they first saw it, when it started to enter the airspace in Alaska, because he's bought and paid for and controlled by China. And that's why we have a dunce in the White House. Because of the sins of the people. Now, let's talk about China. Okay? Here's a special report. China pre-positioning malware in our digital systems, governmental and utility, 
programming malware. For what? To flick a switch and it all turns off. Okay? For attacks on U.S. infrastructure during the conflict. The malware is devised to launch destructive cyber attacks that would paralyze the physical safety of America's and impede military readiness. The Chinese, China's communist regime is prepositioning malware in U.S. systems in preparation for a major conflict, according to United States top cyber experts. The stark warning follows congressional testimony by senior intelligence leaders last week, which reveals the United States has eradicated Chinese malware from more than 600 routers associated with critical U.S. infrastructures. They're after it all. See? Remember the prophecy says that when the collapse comes, no one can do anything. Okay. All right. The malware targets are water, gas, rail, air, and port infrastructure. Eric Goldstein, the CISA's Executive Assistant Director for Cybersecurity, said the operation only targeted a fraction. In other words, they're getting rid of 600 of the Chinese malwares. Is only a fraction of the Chinese malware that seeks to infiltrate U.S. systems every day. Okay? Remember this. You can never get away from God. You cannot solve the problem by correcting the effect. You must solve the problem that is the cause. Okay? It is worth noting that the information that we are releasing with this advisory is reflecting a strategic shift in China's malicious cyber activity from a focus on espionage and the IP theft to pre-positioning for future disruptive and or disruptive attacks. Huh. Wonder why we have so many Chinese immigrants coming in. I can have something more to say on that later. Let's come to Isaiah, the first chapter. Now, we've been there before, but let's read it again because of the intensity of which it is happening today. And remember how long ago that this was given by God for his people. And this has happened over and over again, kind of like waves of the ocean. Verse 2. Okay. Now it's amazing how Isaiah brings things out, which is this. Whenever God brings something out, that he is God, and this is coming from heaven to us on the earth, that is a double emphasis of his power, his ability, and his authority, and the fact that he means every single word he has said. Remember, Jesus said, not one word would fail. That's why the Bible is the truth of God. God is a God of truth. Christ is the way, the truth, and life, as Eduardo pointed out in his earlier message. So he says this, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth. Yes, it is true. The heavens and the earth are affected by the sins of the people. 
For the Lord has spoken. I've reared up and brought up children, but they have rebelled against me. How have they rebelled? By rejecting his laws, by rejecting his commandments, by rejecting his truth, and worse, by thinking that the thoughts and ideas of men can supersede the words of God. Let's read on. Now, God says, you're all really dumber than the ox and the donkey because you do these things. Verse 3, the ox knows his owner and the donkey his master's crib, but Israel does not know me. My people do not understand. Why? Because they go to church. And all of these fake Christian ministers say the Old Testament has been done away or already fulfilled or it's just for the Jews. Lie, lie, lie. Now, if you don't have our book, American Bitten, Their Biblical Origin and Their Prophetic Destiny, you better write for it. Because America, let's just surmise, America has those from all 12 tribes of Israel. So when you read about the prophecies of Israel, that's all of us here. That's why we have had this great nation. That's why we've had the abundance of everything. And that's why we're the only nation on earth left today that is actually promulgating the word of God, whether in truth or whether in, in whatever other matter. No other nation is. It's surely not coming from China. Britain is almost already gone completely. Europe is in shambles. America is getting ready to collapse. Okay? Because we are the children of Israel, the end-time descendants. And the Jews lie by saying that the ten tribes all integrated into the Gentile nations. And hence, they no longer exist. They do not understand, verse 4, a sinful nation of people burdened with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children who have dealt corruptly. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel to anger, and they have gone away backwards. That's what we have done. They're trying to eliminate God everywhere that they can, okay? Everything that they can try and do. So God says, look, have you had enough trouble? Have you had enough problems? Watch the news and see what's taking place. And don't sit there in your comfortable home and say, oh, that's them over there. And I'm over here. It's coming. And I'm warning everyone in the church, be prepared spiritually, number one, prepared mentally so you don't emotionally collapse. And number three, have enough physical goods to keep yourself Alive when you can't go to the store. And number four, have enough little silver and gold that you can at least buy some things for your existence. People always say, well, it says in the, in the day of the Lord, the gold and silver won't count. True. But everything leading up to the day of the Lord is worth something. What are you going to do when they say 
We don't take cash. Hopefully, there will be a black market which will deal in a little silver and a little gold. Okay? We don't know. Let's continue here. God said, why would you be stricken anymore? Will you revolt more and more? The whole head is sick. The whole heart is faint. The whole substance of the governmental and religious system in America is sick. There are some people trying to straighten it out, but they don't know how to straighten it out, and they're all outnumbered. So God says, from the sole of the foot even to the top of the head, there is no soundness in it, only wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. Now, what does that mean? That means sickness. That means the homeless. That means the financial problems. That means the sexual problems. That means the social problems. That means the religious problems. That's why it is the way that it is. Okay? And I know someone's going to say, well, Fred Colder, why are you up there ranting and raging on all of this? Because, brethren... Nobody else really is. And what does God say? If we don't cry aloud and spare not, and show my people, as God says, their sins, he's going to hold all of us accountable. Because we're dealing with things that are the big things in prophecy for this nation and the whole world. So he said, verse 7, your country is a desolation. Your cities are burned with fire. And it is already, it's happened once already. It's going to happen again. See? Strangers devour your land right in your very presence. And the Chinese are buying up all the land that they can using our money from our purchasing everything from them to buy land to take over America. Now, if you not downloaded that 30-page speech by the Chinese general, 20 years ago, what the Chinese have planned to do and are doing, you better download that and read it. Because that tells you what's going to happen here. Watch what they are doing in the other countries that they have loaned money to that are not able to make the payments. They send their administrators into the country to run the economics, to take over the country, and to extract all the minerals and things that they want. Who holds untold billions, maybe trillions of mortgages on American properties? And let's just start with California. In the event, which will happen, collapse of the dollar is going to occur. Will the Chinese send administrators into California to administer taking care of all the defaults on the houses that they have loans against? Think about it. All right. Let's come down here to verse 9. Except the Lord of hosts had left us a very small remnant. That's why we are a small remnant. The churches of God are a small remnant. And all of us in the churches of God better be about the business of doing what God wants done and not serving ourselves and not looking to our own improvement of ourselves, you know, and shame on Philadelphia Church of God that Gerald Flurry has 
the brethren there make out wills and, and trust funds made out to him in his name so that when they die, he gets the money. And likewise with David Pack telling people, sell everything you have and give it to me. Beware, both of you. If you don't repent, God's judgment's going to come down on you so hard, you won't know which way was up. And you, if you don't believe that, look what happened to worldwide. I made a comment a long time ago that because of the sense of worldwide, it will become a footnote in history. That's true today. All right? So he says, verse 10, Hear the word of the Lord, rulers of Sodom. Isn't that true? 30% of young people today say we're homosexual and happy to be so. We don't understand the depths of all of this, brethren. But God judges it. He says, give ear to the law of our God, people of Gomorrah. You come back to God his way, his laws, his truth, his commandments, his word. That's what needs to happen. Is there any movement toward it? Is there anyone calling out for it? Is there any one of those Sunday keepers in the entrenchedness of Sunday keeping and holiday keeping? Any of them standing up and saying, all brethren, God says keep the Sabbath. So next week, we're not meeting on Sunday. You come on Saturday. Have you heard of one? I haven't heard of one. Is there any movement other than like this bald-headed guy who, whatever preacher he is, he stands right out on the ocean and he says, true happiness. All you have to say is this little prayer. In a day of trouble and upset and near calamity and the wall of sin is bulging and ready to break, be happy. Oh, you better fast and repent and come to God. Okay. So he said, verse 11, what is the purpose of the multitude of your sacrifices to me? Okay. And then he says, all of your religious works, they are nothing. Verse 12, when you appear before me, who has required this at your hand to trample my courts? Okay. So then he says, notice, verse 14, here's what God says. All you Sunday keepers, holiday keepers, and all of you Jews who reject the New Testament of God, all of you pagan Catholics out there, listen to the word of God. Your new moons, your appointed feasts, He's not talking about God's feast. He says, my soul hates. And you are loving and embracing what God hates. And you dare teach that to people and tell them that Christ forgives them. Not on that basis. They are a trouble to me, and I'm weary to bear them. He says in Isaiah uh, 43 and verse 24, you made me serve with your sins. That's what they do. So he says, you do all these things, I'm not going to hear you. So he says, verse 16, 
Wash yourselves. How? Repentance and baptism, receiving of the Holy Spirit. Romans, the sixth chapter. Make yourselves clean. That is through Christ. Put away the evil of your doings. Remove all of the evil things that you're doing. Quit your Sunday keeping. Quit your holiday keeping. Pretty soon we're going to have Easter coming up, which is the most pagan holiday to come along. It commemorates Nimrod, Semiramis, and Tammuz. Okay? Has nothing to do with Christ. Christ did not raise from the dead on Sunday. And none of you out there in the Christian world have enough understanding or honesty to seek out the true calendar of God, the calculated Hebrew calendar, to know when Christ came, when he was born, when he was crucified, how long he was in the grave, when was he resurrected, when did he ascend to heaven, and all of that is right there, but all of your blindness is cut it off. Okay? So then he says, learn to do good, seek judgment. Reprove the oppressor, judge the orphan, plead for the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. If, here's the if, God always gives us an if. I want you to ask yourself, in your heart and in your mind and in your soul and in your being, are you willing? All of those of us who have the Holy Spirit of God should be, right? Yes, and most of us are. Some of us fall short, but we can overcome by coming to God. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And every word of God is true, right? Okay. Now, let's come to Ezekiel 13. Ezekiel 13. Okay. And this tells us, this tells us how God looks at everything. Remember this, not one word in prophecy, or in teaching, will fail. Not one word. God is not here to play games with us. He has called us, as I put out in my letter in February, so that we grow in grace and knowledge and character and understanding and conviction and everything that we do so that when the resurrection comes, which to be the first resurrection, and I hope and pray that all of us will make it, to rule the world under Christ and to solve all of these problems that we see properly. With the Word of God, His Spirit, His love, His healing, and all of that. Okay? But we have some difficult times to go through. And those are going to be really difficult times indeed, which we're going to have to read about, and it's not pleasant. Okay? Ezekiel 13 and verse 1, The Word of the Lord came to me, saying, and remember, Ezekiel was also a priest. Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy and who say to those who prophesy out of their own hearts, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. And you can see that on YouTube. You can go on there, and there are hundreds of false prophets. Everyone having an opinion. Everyone having an interpretation. And yet they don't have a clue that everything that God does is based upon his Sabbath and holy days. 
and the word of God. See? There's even one man who said, well, since the Euphrates has gone down so low, then the sixth seal has already been opened. No, it hasn't. Where's the army from the east? Verse 3, that says the Lord to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, your prophets are like the foxes in the ruins. You have not gone up into the breach nor built the wall for the house of Israel that it might stand in the battle in the day of the Lord? Huh? No, they haven't done that. They preach, oh, there's going to be a secret rapture, and whew, voila, you're a whisk away, and you don't have to face any trouble. Not so. They have seen vanity and a lying divination, saying, the Lord says, and the Lord has not sent them, but they have hope to, uh, they have hope to confirm their word. Do you not see a vain vision and speak a lying divination when you say, the Lord says, although I have not spoken, therefore thus is the Lord of God, because you have spoken vanity and seen lies. Therefore, behold, I am against you, and the hand of the Lord shall be against the prophets who see vanity and divine lie. They shall not be in the assembly of my people, nor shall it be written in the writings of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter into the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord God. Okay. That's quite a thing. Those are pretty powerful words, aren't they? Huh? Yes, indeed. Okay. Now, let's look at some other things here. Let's come to Ezekiel 3. Quite a thing. Ezekiel is one of the most powerful and absolutely breathtaking books of the Bible. And it's from one end to the other. Thus says the Lord of death and doom and destruction. And when that is on the horizon, they are there. Let me tell you all the sins that are bulging the wall. Okay? Number one, all about fake Christianity and what they have taught. Okay? Number two, government at all levels. Federal, state, local, whatever country you live in. Banking and economic debt. All that debt is bulging in the wall. It's like coming across the wall and you see this big bulger and you think, oh, Looks like it could break at any time. You walk a little further, and here's another big bulge. You think, ooh. Okay? Let's look at it. The whole educational system today is satanic, raising a bunch of idiots. And TikTok, by the Chinese, is corrupting their minds and teaching so many of the young people that, oh, well, you can change your gender. Are you a little girl and you'd rather be a little boy? Are you a little boy and you'd rather be a little girl? Well, come to us. We'll even take care of your parents. You won't even have to tell them. And if they find out, we'll put them in jail. And you can come and live with us. Okay? Education. Okay? Worse yet? All the digital online nonsense that is there. Full of all the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and very little of the truth of God. And what little bit of that 
they will find a way to expunge it because they can't stand it. But they have the switches and they have the policies and they have the things to get rid of it. Everything online, all the high-tech things going on. Have you heard of the Neuralink lately by Elon Musk? Hmm? Oh, but this is for good. This is for people who are paralyzed and will put this chip in the back of their head and will hook it all up with all of these things and it will interface with your brain. Huh. What is the mark of the beast really going to do when it actually arrives? All right. All the transgender mentioned that. How about abortion? Oh, Jonathan Kahn says it was a wonderful day when the Supreme Court threw out Roe versus Wade and it came down to the very second that the announcement was made. But what happened? Did abortion stop? No, it went to the 50 states. And the conservative state of Ohio could not even get a decent anti-abortion law passed because the population is set for its sexual sins and haven't repented. Abortions were at 77,000 a month before Roe versus Wade. But has it gone down? This is another big bulge in the wall. So look at these big bulges. And just like we've been having here in California, we've been having a lot of rain. And when it gets soaked, and when it gets weak, and when the pressure from the water behind is there, boom! The dam breaks. That's how it's going to come. Guess what happened? Number of abortions. You think anyone has learned anything? You think very many people have truly repented to God? No. Abortions went up to 83,000 a month. Because everyone wants their sex. They want the pleasure of sin. They don't want marriage. They don't want husbands. They don't want wives. They don't want children. What's going to happen when that breaks? All right. Add into it the homeless. What's going to happen when all of this breaks? The homeless are going to die just like falling dominoes on the street because they will not be able to get their drugs. They will not be able to get their subsistence. And their minds and their hearts and their whole bodies have all been drugged out. And it talks about that in the book of Ezekiel, that the dead will be like smelling corpses in the middle of the street. And the crime. Look at that. Crime everywhere. All right, let's come to Ezekiel 3. Now, I want you to begin reading all of Ezekiel, because we're going to pick it up again next week. Now, if you want, you can listen to the audio online, or you can write for the CDs of the whole Bible audio. We have eight CDs for the whole Bible. And I want you to read it. And I want you to think about every word. And I want you to look out, watch the news. I want you to see what's happening where you live. I want you to see 
and realize that there are problems that are going to come. So here's what God said. Chapter 3. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened up my mouth, and he caused me to eat the scroll, and he said to me, Son of man, cause your belly to eat and fill your belly with the scroll that I give you. That means we are to be filled with the word of God when it applies to us. Not our own ideas, not our own things, anything like that, like Elizondo said. Then I ate it in my mouth. It was like honey for sweetness. And he said to me, Son of man, go, get up to the house of Israel and speak. Uh, speak to them with my words. For I have not sent, you are not sent to a people of a strange speech and a difficult language, but to the house of Israel. Huh, isn't it interesting that most of the house of Israel has more Bibles than any place else on the face of the earth? Yet will they read it? Yet will they open it? Yet will they believe it? Okay. Not too many people of a strange speech, difficult language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, if I had sent you to them, they would have hearkened to you. But the house of Israel will not be willing to hearken to you, for they are not willing to hearken to me. For all the house of Israel are of a hard forehead and a stubborn heart. That's exactly what we're up against. And that's why. Now, because of this, let's just do a little detour, and let's come to, well, let's see, I'm already over time now, right now. Okay, we'll leave it at that for here. We'll pick it up next time. But I want you to start reading. And what is here is absolutely breathtaking. And it talks about the worst of the evil coming. It talks about, in chapter 6 and 7, the encirclement of doom. That will be coming. Listen, these things were prophesied how long ago. They are going to come. And we can't sit back and play goody two-shoes and play religious tiddlywinks and say that we need to have love. We do need to have love, love of God first, that we can stand against the assault of all of these things. God says, that he will protect us, though it will be difficult. But we need to realize that, because this whole wall of everything that we see out there is going to burst. Now, I don't know how long down the future we have till it happens, but it will happen. So we need to be prepared.